big hair, big boobs, and a big heart. Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> let's go watch a Smoky Mountain Christmas. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. I am one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge, and joining me from the Smoky Mountains, I'm going to say you live in the mountains, right? Well, I'm not far from them, but I'm it's, not in the mountains. No, it's no. Jamie Lorello. It's a different part of the state. Hello, and happy holidays. Did this movie, first of all, before we get into the movie, yeah. let's talk about the movie. Okay. Um, did this movie speak to you? Was uh. it? Was it? personal to you going from i'm gonna say hell on earth la <laughs> to tennessee the greatest state on planet earth i'm assuming well done well yeah well um yes that's why i was excited about this movie because a smoky mountain christmas sounded not only right up my alley but literally <laughs> right down my street well not literally right down my street but uh it did it felt um I was excited for the homey feeling that, and I, I can't say I was completely disappointed. I did not know what was going to happen. <laughs> and when it opened in LA, I thought, this is odd. And then immediately I went, Jamie must be digging this. <laughs> like the only thing that was missing was just like a prologue where she grew up in the Poconos or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, wow, this could be Jamie's life story about how she adopted a family of redhead kids <laughs> and a black child. Named String Bean. String Bean. Sick. Oh, my God. All right. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. Before we get in, can I just do all the housekeeping here at the beginning? Yeah, why don't you I, I think there, yep. there are some things that we should talk about. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, I have a few plugs. Plug it out. My first plug is us. Can I plug us on our own podcast? You're supposed to, Only right? because we've been talking about giving us star ratings. Oh, and yeah. I understand. Nobody wants to go to iTunes. Nobody wants to click on it's stars. It's a hassle. It's but a hassle. It this helps us here. get listed higher. Like, I went into iTunes one day and I was like, let, let me just find our podcast. Yeah. So I typed in good times and hit return. We're like the 15th podcast listed out of. When you just type in good times. And we're listed behind podcasts that don't even have good or times in their oh. name. And there's no podcast about the TV show Good Times either. Which... I was That's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, are there are a lot of like good times right. podcasts. Yeah, about... No. No, there's nothing. Hmm. But we did have – someone that follows us on Facebook did tell us that he left us a star rating. So I thought that was really oh, nice. Oh, that was very nice. So his name is Rod Penaflor. I'm saying that correctly. And I just thought he was so nice to let us know that I was like, oh, well, I'll just say this dude's name on our podcast. Let's say it. Let's and give I'll him say the nice shout things out. about him, even though I've never met him or seen a picture. But let's say he has the soulful eyes of a basset hound <laughs> and he makes a great lasagna. So thanks, Rod. We really appreciate that. So if you want me to say insanely odd things about you on our podcast, by all means, give us give a us star rating stars. and tell us that you did. Yes. So yes. beyond 
us. I think us little podcasts should stick together, look out yeah, for each other. Why not? You know, I could plug something like the Flop House, but they don't need our. Well, I guess I just did, but they don't need us. <laughs> no, no. But there's other podcasts to do. First of all, our friends over at uh, Gotta Love the Goot. Yeah, yeah, the Goots. I love. Them. I was painting my bathroom. A little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> how my life is. How tantalizing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I was listening to an episode they did, and they did Short Circuit. Oh, great one. Great movie. it made me think, we got to do Short Circuit. Of course we do. At some point, we have to work this in. Because just for the Who's Johnny Elder Barge song, (laughs) just so I can listen to that, so I have an excuse to listen to that song over and over again. Oh, so I have an excuse to see Johnny Five over and over again is fine for me. Yes, and... the very uh, racist Indian um, Fisher Stevens that uh, they yeah. put him in brown <laughs> yes. face. Can it be called brown face? I think it can. In? I think it can. It's terrible. Yeah. And I'm sure it's highly offensive. But there's also one other podcast I wanted to plug. Uh, it's called Cinema Gadfly. Oh. It's by a guy named Arik Devins. Mm. And he – like the concept is neat. He makes – every month he makes a friend of his watch an old – classic sometimes foreign movie oh. and then his friend gets to pick a movie that he has to watch oh that's fun and they give that's them equal nice. time like the very first episode was great because i think he picked like a british film from the 40s for his friend and uh-huh. so his friend picked like a Katy perry documentary for him to watch. <laughs> i like the so, juxtap- nice. Yeah, nice it's a very fun concept and it's quick like every episode's like 20 to 30 minutes which groovy is great, so. groovy nice plugs out of the way Let's move on to nearly shirtless dudes to open this movie. But you you can start us out because let's, the opening of this blew my mind. Let's go up the mountain, shall we? To Smoky Mountain Christmas. Let's A film go. made in 1986, I believe, correct? Yes. Yes. And if you could believe it, directed by Henry Winkler. Did you note that? Did you see that? I noted it. Yes. I could not believe it. But once it ended, I kind of thought, eh, that makes sense. It feels you know, a Henry it, Winkler vibe. Yeah, it no, it does. sounds about right. Yeah, it does. If no, it Fonz does. If the was going to direct a film, that's the only thing that might make sense about this movie is that the Fonz directed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Dolly was, I, I think, story by, I mean, several other people were story by, but Dolly actually took, which I can totally see, um, because it do- also felt, felt like it was a, a piece of Dolly expressing herself at the time in her career. This it- reeks of Dolly Parton. Oh. I mean, it really <laughs> seems like she came in with this idea, and she's like, listen, yeah. Henry, I think you should direct this movie. I've been writing it for a while now. It's only three pages. I have to tell you that your Dolly Parton impersonation. You like that? Just blew my socks off. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, if I could say something before we get into this. Please. Um, one person said it on Twitter or something like that, how they loved how in the last episode I told our audience not to listen to this episode. <laughs> you know what? We'll be bold. We'll be bold like that. Yeah, exactly. But audience, if you have not yet watched this movie, just hit pause right now. I don't want to ruin this movie for you. I don't want to ruin this experience. If you have not watched it, and mm-hmm. especially if you don't even know what it's about, which I didn't going mm. in, did you? No, no, I'd never seen it. No, no. Mm-hmm. If you have never, if you don't know anything about this, hit pause, go to YouTube, <laughs> type it in, find it. It's easy to find and watch this because your head will explode. It's crazy. <laughs> 
Have a hot cocoa with a little bit of whiskey. Just my advice. Just it, my advice. Exactly. Exactly. And it'll help make the journey even better up the mountain. Um, we don't start in the Smokies, however. We start, and literally, though, like, the opening credits are like a storybook start. It's like telling the story because that's it, – it, was this a TV movie? Because it felt like there were commercial breaks. Um, it was a TV movie. Did you forget that all month we're doing TV oh, movies? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. I put and that TV. it was your idea? I like to be spontaneous like that. Okay. Um, So, yes. It's got a very storybook uh, credit start feel. And then we're all of a sudden behind the scenes in a Hollywood, the making of a music video where it's Dolly. And you're right. A lot of shirtless, dancing, thrusting men. They're not shirtless. They're wearing... They're not... Are they called wife beaters? Can you say men wear tank tops? Is that a... I think if a yeah. man wears a tank top, then it's a wife beater. Okay. If he wears a tank top, then he essentially probably beats his wife. All the, right. Yeah, I get a different visual when I think of wife beater and tank top. So there's no mustard stains on these guys' shirts no, or anything no, like no, that. No, 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 Right. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But they're wearing – each guy's wearing a different colored tank top. Mm-hmm. And these dudes are super muscular. They got Super some dance smiley. moves. They got some kind of dance moves. I mean, they are like five, six, seven. They've got those moves. Uh, do you know who gave them those moves? I'm assuming Dolly. Boy, I, I love to just tell you, but who was the famous singer who sang a song about having sex with a cartoon cat named MC <laughs> Paula Abdul did Paula Abdul do the choreography? Paula Abdul did the choreography. She did. I didn't see she that. She listed as the choreographer for this movie. Well, no wonder their moves are so slick and hot. Right. Paula. Since there is no other dance sequence in this yeah, film, yeah, yeah. I assume. Well, they really take it to heart then. Because, although, does Dolly dance? No, I guess you really can't call anything Dolly does. She glides, more or less, with her oh. guitar. She glides. She's an angel. But yeah, yeah. these guides do. The guys don't they pick her up and like carry her yes, around? Yes, that's when she gets fed stuff. up with it. Yes, right. She it's and and it's like it's a very steamy shoot. It's indoors on on set and 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 it is the rockinest eightiesist country yes. music. Yes, and she is all Dolly in it. You forget when you first see Dolly, you forget how. Dolly, Dolly is, right? With the hair. Her waist is insane. It's tiny. negative. It is a negative size. It is irrationally small. I mean, especially can we, in can comparison. we just say that she looks fantastic through this movie? <laughs> like, she looks amazing <laughs> in this film. It is Dolly at her dolliest. This is mid-80s Dolly, which is great. Yeah, yeah. And she shines. She glows. Yeah, her hair just gets larger as the movie goes. And those her curls don't quit. nails are insane. And they always looked so manicured. She's playing guitar at one point. I don't know how it's happening. <laughs> well, I understand how it's happening. She's writing it's... music. Oh, it's a beautiful... Okay. So obviously, if you're a Dolly fan you and you haven't seen this movie, shame on you. Exactly. Um, Kill yourself right now. Right. Right, right, because you are truly no fan. No, go um, watch it. Don't kill yourself. It's not no, worth yeah, it. watch it first. Don't and then... kill yourself over having not seen a Smoky Mountain Christmas because <laughs> it's easy to watch. Because <laughs> it is, it's YouTubeable. Oh, oh, okay. So, so we're doing this video, this very old, cl- not classy, I guess. Oh 80s my God, video. You some classy. <laughs> I wasn't. Classy was the wrong word. It just kind of slipped out. Dolly wants to make it classy, though. She wants to make it country. She wants this. She video wants to, to be shot right she wants an outdoor scene she do, or she gets a little devilicious because she pulls her managers and her manager her mm-hmm. agent in and she's like 
you know what? If we can't do an outdoor one, then we're not doing it a video at all. We're not doing this video at all. No video, right? She decides yeah. and they and cancel. And I, I like that her manager didn't try and argue with her or anything. No. Her manager turned to the director and he's like, shut it down, dude. Yeah, yeah, we're we are done. We are uh-huh. not doing this video today. Mm-hmm. That's it. Which is a bum- big bummer for, you mm-hmm. know, the production well, staff who we got to see behind the scenes all the hard work that they were doing. Yeah, a, um, a fog machine and five dancers. <laughs> I don't know the production values of this, but... It was intense for the time. It was hot for the 80s. Um, We also are now introduced to the the paparazzi guy, the creepy paparazzo that's following her around. played by Dan Hedaya. Yes, yes. Who's Um, in a ton of stuff. I mean, he's just, you know, everybody knows him. He's all over the place. Yeah. I think his name is Harry, his character's name. I'll say Harry. Yeah, I'll agree to that. I'm not for You'll see all. Harry and raise me, what, a Carla from Cheers? Because I think he was her husband, right? Was he her yes, husband on Cheers? Yes, yes, he was her husband in Cheers. Or um, was it Danny DeVito? <laughs> I literally Danny. did almost say Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's why I stopped you, pal. I stopped Wasn't he you. her fictitious husband, Danny DeVito? <laughs> no, well, he, he is the, the typical paparazzi with a little small camera around his neck and um, trying to uh, get the scoop. On the old Lorna, what's her name? Lorna, right? Lorna, whatever. Yeah, her name's Dolly Parton. Let's just call her Dolly. Yeah, Parton. we'll call her Dolly. But yeah, yeah. but uh, I wondered what's Dolly's real name? Is like is Dolly Parton's real name Dolly? Because I wondered if her real name maybe was Lorna. I did and not. Since she do wrote that the research. story, maybe she called herself. I don't know. That is a little far fetched, but but we do get to see like an insight into her. Um, kind of LA life where she's sitting on her fancy pink bed mm-hmm. and her pink PJs and she's trying to write a little song and she really is having a hard time of it. The song is not coming natural and um, it's mostly because she feels like, you know, this Hollywood scene is just kind of getting old on her. She's a little overwhelmed and you're it's right. It's the worst fake songwriting because it's just, she's got about three words that make sense and then oh. she just puts in garbage can, which doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It's just Listen, the worst fake songwriting ever. Let's be real here. Dolly is a doll through this movie. She looks fabulous. She is sweeter than pie, but her, I, I wouldn't say that she's I don't think she's the a Academy fan of the Award. show, so don't worry I, I, about that. Well, I, I just, I want to say I don't think she's winning like an Academy Award for her performance. Oh, she is in, a terrible actress. <laughs> I said nothing about her performance at all. Okay, I just okay. said she looks great in mm-hmm. this movie. And I'll attest to that. I do agree. I do agree. Her line delivery is insane at some <laughs> points because of that accent, which I assume she's ratcheting up her southern accent in the I film. couldn't I didn't know if it was her accent or her nails that got in the way of the line delivery because sometimes every, it's her hair her hair was crazy <laughs> through the whole movie and you're right it did grow well so at her home she lives alone in her Los Angeles estate except for her um, house butler house guy she has a butler a, an english <laughs> vernon butler. vernon who oh, isn't he is um oh, yeah okay. she calls him once because well when the paparazzi guy breaks and we'll get there but isn't he he's somebody else's butler he was in arthur isn't he arthur's butler the dudley mormon dudley? i don't know i wish i would have looked that no. up well he suits you you've seen him in, as in the role of a butler right. or something else i do believe 
So uh, the paparazzi comes and breaks into her house where she does have several t- attack dogs ready to get him. She invites him inside and then calls Vernon and is like, get this man out of here. It's <laughs> like she knew her dogs were going to kill this guy and yeah. she didn't want that to happen. Yeah. So she yeah. she actually helps him in the window. Yes. And then calls her butler to call the police to throw and, this dude out. And he literally takes like a handkerchief and picks him up to take him out. And then, yes. oh, I missed the part where when she's um, on writing the song on the bed and she just has a deep, she makes a phone call and she calls some friend, cousin, relative, somebody of hers. It's her sister, her sister, I believe. Okay. And about the cabin that her sister has in the Smokies and that she just needs some time away and she just wants to come up, up on to the cabin. Did you, and she's wearing these like. This pink <laughs> the gown gym. robe yeah, thing, pajamas. but it, it, like has <laughs> pockets and fringe and <laughs> feathers, and it's it's so insane in this movie. But yeah, so she wants to go. She just wants to get away from it all. Yeah, she know? needs to leave the LA life. For I mean, a I would say that she's in hell. She is in hell, and she needs to go to heaven. She, yeah, she what needs to. <laughs> I think that's. I yeah. like how she says she wants to shoot the video outside. Can't we get this outside? Can't we have real <laughs> snow? No, you're in L.A. You you cannot do that. It no. just doesn't happen. No, it's not going to happen for you, Dolly. And when it doesn't, she finds it. She leaves. She doesn't tell anybody where well, she's but, going, but when, right? Oh, did you say that Dan Hedaya found the um, her writings of where she was going to go? Oh, that's Remember, right. She scribbled down that she was going... I guess she must have written the town's name or something like that. Right, right, Like, right. you can't just write Smoky Mountains down <laughs> and a guy finds you, right? Well, he is that good. He is kind of good. He's, he is good. He got yeah. onto the set of that video somehow. Yeah, yeah. It was like up in the scaffolding. She jots down where she's going and leaves that, but doesn't tell the butler, tells nobody else. She because, leaves and yeah. there's a broken window and it really confused oh, me because yes. she went, Oh, sorry, Vernon. I'm like, wait, what's happening? She's not telling the butler that the no. window's been broken? No. She's just sneaking away, which sounds ridiculous. Well, it and sounds also just right. goes nowhere. Well, no, well, yeah. Well, it yeah. leaves it where she's just the whole – but it really doesn't go anywhere because it's supposedly now you're supposed to believe that everyone is looking for this missing country star. It, it, it's but, so great. But, yeah, but we'll get there because – now she does voiceovers every now and then in this early on. Did you? Know oh yes, she, yeah. Where yeah, like she's, she's telling the story. Like, yes, me and because... my sister, we haven't been here in so long. <laughs> this town isn't like it was when I grew up, and and it's just her driving a shit beat up truck. Southern accent is it's spot on. <laughs> it's it's as good as my British accent. Is that what you were going to say? Ridiculous. <laughs> Okay. It's not my southern accent. <laughs> this is my interpretation of Dolly Parton's southern accent. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, yeah, she, she, she weaves us parts of the tale, and part of the tale is where she's in the truck, the truck that hugs the road like it's known it forever. Whose truck right? is this? Whose truck is this? Somebody left the truck for her. Where they left it, I guess, at the Wait, airport. they explained this? Yeah. She said they left the old truck. <laughs> no. And she, yeah, they said that. And that's where she's driving this cool red little oh, okay. uh, truck up the mountain. Uh, but she gets pulled over for what? I'm not sure. Because she doesn't seem to be speeding. For, for being For being attractive. Yeah, yeah, for being attractive. Right. 
Because he literally is like, well, who's driving? And she's got her sunglasses on because she doesn't want to be recognized. Yeah, but yeah. she's got the big hair and the nails. and Like her eyes are going to make her recognizable. Yeah. She's got enormous boobs and <laughs> giant hair and a ridiculous accent and huge fingernails. So she covers her eyes with like these big Jackie Onassis glasses. And she, they, he kind of tries to flirt with her, this town sheriff, right? She's having none of it. She just wants to get at the mountain if she's not the hurting anybody. The town sheriff reminded me of, for a while I thought he was um, one of the Dukes of Hazard guys, the blonde one. I yeah. Bo or mm-hmm. Luke? I, I think that one is Luke. Luke Duke. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, but I don't think it is. But anyway, that's who he reminded me of. Yeah, and well, he's, he's really into her. Yeah. She's not reciprocating. She lies to him about her identity, which yeah. I thought was really weird. Well, because she's trying to hide out. She I doesn't know, want anybody to a, know. Like, he's a cop. Like, the first thing you would assume at some point he's going to ask you for license and registration. He's a local sheriff, and she's from those parts. Oh, you so know what? So she knows. You're from those parts. Yeah. So you must know. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm not going to argue with you about All right. this one. Okay. Good. Good. What What I haven't seen in these parts, um, well, because I'm not quite in the Smoky Mountains, is these mountain folk, these magical mountain these folk. These mountain witches? Yes. That we are introducing. This part gets weird. Okay. So this, this first part, part of the- weird. That's an understatement. <laughs> I didn't know that this was going to be a telling of Snow White with Dolly Parton. <laughs> I did not know that that's what this movie was. And that there's a magical evil witch? (laughs) Jezebel. Jezebel is her name. And she is dressed all in black with... uh, (laughs) She's on a horse. Yeah. Yeah, a magical horse. And she's in love with the sheriff, apparently. She thinks the sheriff is the man for her. And her whole basis for hating Dolly is because she's flirting with her man. Which I didn't see any flirting on Dolly's behalf. This is the biggest shoehorned in plot I've ever seen. (laughs) There is no reason she should want to basically murder Dolly Parton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except that the sheriff, who I guess it's implied that he and the witch... Are kind of have a thing. Yeah, had had a thing, right? Because he's totally done with it. He's over her. (laughs) He he says several times, like, oh, it's over. We're done. Da, 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 da. But she's a witch. Witches don't She's a witch. There's a witch in this movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so crazy. And she, like, threatens him, and then he gets in his car, and it won't start because she has magical powers to make it not start. So, yeah, we are introduced to the witch. We're introduced to the sheriff as Dolly makes her way up the mountain mm-hmm. to her magical cottage retreat. Uh, in between here, we find out that what's we got to check in with the investigation that's going on in L.A. Where now For they think the that there's only a- time in this movie, uh-huh. do we check in? Yeah, this is the only time that we... This could have been the plot of this movie, but they drop it immediately. Yeah, yeah. Well, the only time is they kind of keep, like, when the the paparazzi guy keeps coming around, he's like, have you seen this lady? Well, that's fine because he is there. Right, right, right. But we don't have any check-ins with L.A. Yeah, no. But Mm -hmm. we go back to L.A. for a good two and a half minutes, probably. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Just to let us know she's on the loose, essentially. Well, they believe that she's been kidnapped Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because she didn't tell her butler she's leaving. Right. The window was broken. Where where her manager or her butler says something like, let's go to her closet. 
she has lots of clothes. If she left, she must have taken them. And they all go there, and he goes, I don't know if anything's missing. She yeah, has she has clothes. so many clothes. Yeah, it's the police officer that's like, well, let's oh. see what's missing from her closet. And the butler's like, I honestly couldn't tell you if anything was missing. It's so many things. I also love how the one cop grabs a piece of sheet music and says, Chief, can I take this? And he's oh, like, yes. adjusted for prints. And he goes, no, as a souvenir. That is insanely unprofessional. Like, you... I would almost expect that from the Smoky Mountain police, but right, this guy's right. an L.A. police <laughs> detective, and he wants to take a piece of sheet music. But this is a hot country music star, and she is missing, and you're in her And place. again, this is now totally dropped from this film. Yes. No more. We see it no more. No. Mm-hmm. We never see the butler again. I don't think we ever see her agent again. We no, never but- see these police looking for her again. But we do... We do stumble upon the most magical part of, or place, location. I was going to say, I can't pick a most magical part about this movie. <laughs> the whole thing is magical. It's true. Now we, we, Dolly arrives at this cottage, and it is a little picturesque wooded cottage where there yeah. is, um, there's some squirrel soup on the stove, and a fire's been lit. And she is just ready. She sleeps. I love, she's so excited to be at this retreat. And she sneaks into the bed and she curls up and her hair is just perfect. She doesn't even lay down. She just kind of sits back just gently. It's like her own pillow. Yeah. Yeah, And now it literally is Snow White. I mean, she falls asleep and wakes up to seven dwarfs. One of which, okay, here's a little P.S. Do you remember that movie Hug-A-Bunch or the TV show Hug-A-Bunch that Uh, I made? Savoir Savoir Fair. Yes. The little girl in Hug a Bunch is one of the girls in this and in this I never entourage knew that of children. Because I was going to make a Hug a Bunch reference, which zero percent of our audience understands right now. Well, well, okay. they should get to know it. Well, at least thirty percent of our audience knows who the Hug a Bunch are, but probably aren't familiar with the Hug a Bunch TV movie <laughs> where Savoir Faire is uttered by a puppet. <laughs> But she's also <laughs> the little girl in the movie The Monster Squad. I don't know if you remember that movie. Oh, yeah. Kids fight you're Dracula right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah she's the yeah. little girl in that, too. Yeah. And I'm sure you recognize the little red-haired boy, right? I did, but from what? He was the red-haired kid who was in Late Into Different Strokes. Oh, Remember, he always used yes. to say, Mr. D, and he had that weird, you know, affect to his voice. Could, and he was yeah. also Budnick from Salute Your Shorts. Do you remember oh, that Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew he had a familiar face, yeah. yeah. The rest of them, not so much. There is nope. a slew of seven children. And they all wake her up, and literally, I think one of them is like, "She's an angel," yeah, because she is dressed in all white, and she looks so beautiful, and and she's not like um, she looks yeah. like an angel. <laughs> and these children are orphans, and they're in this cabin, and they they are hiding out, and now they've discovered her, and um, she's just so charming. She's, she's so nice, sweet. but yeah. also kind of stupid. I think like she makes a deal with these kids that. I won't go tell the police about you kids till after Christmas. Like, <laughs> is that a deal you can make with feral children? Like, can you, feral can you just, well, I mean, they're on their own. They've clearly 
taken this cabin and made it into their own little clubhouse. They don't have parents. She doesn't know where they come from, but she's more than happy to not tell the authorities until after the holiday. I like when she asks, okay, so all the kids, one of them has red hair, one of them, it's like the typical lineup. Oh yeah, we're sleepy dopey, all of them. Yes, one of them's a chubby kid, and one of them is an African-American kid, and at some point, whose name is String Bean, which is hilarious, at some point in the movie she goes, now, String Bean, let me understand. How did you get mixed up with this it's crew? So As if to be like, <laughs> these could possibly all be some siblings, but you clearly are a little. Yeah, I, I took note of that part because I just was like, this is so uncomfortable. Yes, it is. And, like... and I wasn't under the impression that the rest of those kids were related. Mm-mm. Like, the girls kind of looked alike, and the older boy two of the boys like... had red yeah. hair. But I didn't know that six of them were supposed to be related, and then there was String Bean? <laughs> well, yeah, because he just found that. But it was right? really funny how she did. She kind of, not cornered him, but was just kind of like, now, String Bean, how did you come to be with these kids? And his explanation is like, I don't know. My parents died, and they adopted me. And that's good enough for her. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, oh, let me write a song yeah, about no it. No further questions. <laughs> Oh. She does. There is one kid that Jake. doesn't like her. Yes, the oldest boy, the Jake. Who's, yes. Yeah. And this movie, to me, felt like a vehicle for Jake's rocket to stardom. Did that? Did it feel like that to you? Like it felt they were like, like this kid's been. great. Yeah. This is gonna be like his big break. I yeah. looked him up. He didn't. He's do gonna be. He's this. gonna be the next Steven Dorf. Is <laughs> what they wanted. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but. He leaves at one point. I, I had to write this down because – and I had to go back and listen to this again and again because I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Uh-huh. He leaves and is angry and she goes out on the porch with a guitar and mm-hmm. starts like trying to play a song. And the lyrics to this song <laughs> are, it could have been murder, but it could have been worse. And then she's not happy with those lyrics and sings other ones. As he's listening, which that is, I went back and I listened because I don't remember that, but that's awesome. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, and it's clear as day that that's what oh, she that says. Oh, that is awesome! Yeah, her songwriting in this, and I thought this was going to be a musical because this was like twenty five minutes into this movie, right? And this was the first song that we've heard mm-hmm. other than at the very start. So, right, the video. I mean, right. but from here on out, there's a lot of music. I mean, she's got to sing to the children. They're mm-hmm. in a mountain home, in a smoky mountain home at that. Yeah. She also plays games with them. She, uh-huh. she has a jolly good, a genuine jolly dolly She tells good some time. jokes about skinning rabbits. Which yeah, I was yeah. Oddly inappropriate, yes, faster but... than a zipper or something like that. Or yeah. Use the tower. Oh, everything um, is so... Country, southern fried, hoo-ha, goofy jo- It's like watching a tamer version of Hee Haw in some <laughs> The tamer Christmas version. Right. Aren't we? We're introduced to Mountain Dan here, right? Played because by Lee Major. they're doing a secret Santa, which I think is strange that she... The kids are? Yeah. Remember, they're like pulling names out of a hat. So they pull each other's names out of hats and stuff. Right. And I'm assuming she's setting them up for a secret Santa, which never happens, so it doesn't matter. But then the kids start freaking out because right, right. there's something outside. And it's the, the – they call him Mountain Dan, right? It's a man on a horse. Yep. Essentially, Mountain Dan. Um, he is Lee Majors and essentially he's just like he, – he's kind of protecting them. Later on we find that he's like – 
I'm not sure. Is he like a local lawyer? I don't but know. But he lives it's, up in the mountains. But he is, really, he was like a city man, but he hates the city. So he lives up in the mountains and basically rides a horse. And he does have a home. His later character on, is just, every time he's on screen, something else more bizarre is revealed about mm-hmm, his character. Mm-hmm. That you're like, did you guys really got, think this guy out? No, they just much? wrote him as they went. Yes, yes. And Lee Major seems to not understand what his character is either, because he does not know what's going on in this movie. I think he thinks he's just supposed to ride in and swoop Dolly off his feet, and by golly, he does. He does, yes. Everybody else, like, Dolly Parton knows what's going on. Tan Hedaya, for as as bizarre as his paparazzi character is, he's having a great time. Yep. I don't know. Lee Major just seems Bored and uncomfortable (laughs) and just confused by everything that's happening around him. Well, I mean, there's a lot of mountain magic around him. And even though he is uh, in it, he's, yeah. Although he does save her at some point. So this is our first introduction to him is when the kids are startled by him. But do we see him then? I don't feel like we really see him then. No, we don't. Because she then comforts the kids. Right. And there's a lot in this cabin at the very beginning just establishing her relationship to these kids. Like, yeah, I don't know how yeah. much time has passed. But I liked it because at at one point I was wondering, whose bed did she take? Because yeah. every time you see her, she's in a bed. Yes. The one littlest girl is sleeping in a drawer inside of like a cabinet. Did you yes. notice it was just a drawer pulled out of a cabinet laying on the ground? Yes, you do feel like, geez, Dolly, you came in and you took these kids' comfiest spot to sleep in. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, later she helps the one make a little room for herself, which is basically, and I guess this is, you know, cabin living. She makes a room well, by just hanging a curtain up from a, you right. know. I mean, she makes a room a la Brady Bunch, who's the boss, and it happened one night style, which is right. you just have like a, a clothesline and you throw a sheet over right. it. But right. yes. So we're, but so. But yes. I don't know how big this cabin is. Like when the kids are seen sleeping. There's a loft. Somebody on goes top upstairs. Of one another. Yeah. Right. And the loft not... kind of looks like a fort. They almost yeah, have like yeah. and hang from it and stuff. Yeah. And Dolly though has like a king size bed in the middle of the whole, uh, all to herself and her hair. But she does just because she sleeps better than the kids doesn't mean she doesn't care about them because the one little girl is like sneezing and coughing a lot in the beginning, <laughs> right? And so she turns yes. out she's sick and she has to go to the town doctor. Oh, and- this, is so great. <laughs> this is the part in the movie. Until this part in the movie, I was sitting there going, I don't know. I mean, this is weird. This is okay. But at this point, it just picks up. And from here on in, I was just glued. I was like, I, I got to watch everything that happens. Because this guy is a veterinarian, mm-hmm. uh, pediatrician. Mm-hmm. I assume mm-hmm. he treats adults as well. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he makes a joke because he is also a veteran. <laughs> yes. This is, I'm also a veteran. I fought in the war. Oh, yes. There's nothing worse than an unhappy duck. <laughs> he says that at one point because all these like, oh yeah. There's so there's kids that need to be seen, but there's kids with their ducks that need to be seen by him, and of course there's Dolly, and she calls her daughter, right? Um, but it's yes. really this child she's stumbled upon. Um, she does and, weasel a lollipop out of the doctor too. Yeah, so which was, was a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here you go, little girl, and she's like, "What about mine?" <laughs> And then she flashes him a smile, and he gives her a lollipop. <laughs> Wouldn't you give Dolly a lollipop? Of if course, she asked for it? yes, absolutely. 
Oh, and then he's got his bow tie. The doctor, the vet, has a bow tie that glows. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it his that is like a weird glowing? Yeah. Yeah, and and again, she runs into that cop and lies to him again. Yes, yes. That the girl is hers. And I enjoyed this lie, too, because he tries to call her out on it, and he says, I don't remember seeing a girl in the truck. And she's like, oh, she was asleep in the back (laughs) with a bunch of junk. I'm like, that seems extremely dangerous. You should not tell a police officer you had a little girl asleep in the bed of your truck in the winter. With some junk with on it. With junk just piled on her. That's how the mountains do it. I'm telling you, it wouldn't matter. But he falls for it. Yeah, he, he, he takes it in. He falls for it, and that's yeah. that. He and... even makes a comment how they don't look alike. You really don't look like your mom. I mean, she's gorgeous, and you're just a ratty little kid. <laughs> you're just gutter trash. <laughs> oh, but now, so now we know how much Dolly cares for these children, because she's clearly taking them to the doctors and playing mm-hmm. with them and singing with them and... Now we're we see the paparazzi guy. What is his name in this movie? Harry. 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 That's right, Harry. Mm-hmm. Harry has found his way to the Smokies. Right. He but goes is to a now bar. right. He's at the bar <clears throat> and he's trying to find and track down uh, Dolly. Doesn't isn't this where uh, Jezebel makes another appearance? Right. She makes another it is. appearance in it this is. bar. She walks all of a sudden the bar. Wind blows through the bar and glasses break and and it's Jezebel. Um, why does she come? Just because the sheriff is there? Yeah. (laughs) She's got nothing better to do. She has magical powers. She could be doing so much else, but she loves this sheriff. She's like stalking the sheriff and just, yeah. And nobody thinks this is weird. She walks in, all the glasses tip. Everything tilts almost to a 45 degree angle when she walks in. Mm-hmm. Then she later points and all the glasses shatter. Shatter. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. thinks this is weird. Nope. They just are like, that's Jezebel. She walks that's away. Our town yeah, witch. she leaves and the bartender's like, I should use plastic. <laughs> Maybe she does it often whenever the sheriff's in town having a drink. A I guess so. I also you like know. that Harry orders a root beer. And the bartender's like, I don't know, even know if we have one of those. And he goes, oh, here's one. And he has to blow a bunch of dust off of the top Oh, of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. She's oddly obsessed with the sheriff, and I just mm-hmm. don't understand. I don't well, know. You, you, you don't need to explain her motives. Because I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I just think that, you, we, I, that we have a witch in this movie just... I mean, it only, I guess, helped. This is when Jezebel appears and has Dolly follow her, right? That's right. Like, come with me. And she puts her kind of under a spell where she kind of makes Dolly, like, almost fall off a cliff or something. This is, or? this is, and you talked about Dolly's acting, maybe not being great. And mm-hmm. she says nothing throughout this scene, and it's probably her worst performance. But, like, uh, her uh, being hypnotized, uh, uh-huh. The camera angles are weird, too, because we're getting these really strange, like, angles where we're on the ground, and then there's POV shots of, yeah. like, the Jezebel, like, calling, calling her. her over. Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, and she wants to get her to walk off a cliff. <laughs> and she almost does. No, but she's saved. Mountain Dan, or mm-hmm. Lee Majors, um, comes in and saves her. Right. Um, and, and, and... 
takes her home. <clears throat> we're we're by a fire. We're just we're just instantly by a fire. Yes. I guess in the woods. Yes. yes. Where they have a nice little conversation, and she's not at all scared that she's now in the woods. Where you know she's happy oh, that she's. She's also safe. not scared when she should be. Uh, ladies, there's a great lesson in this movie. When he says, here, and he hands her a cup and goes, <laughs> drink this. And she goes, why? And his reason is, because I said so. <laughs> so, ladies, if you're offered a drink by a strange man and he has no reason for you to drink it, you should no, drink it. No, but then it. she recognizes the drink. Right. She, she recognizes she had the it smell. From when, yeah. 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 When she was a kid yeah. or something. Like, so many, so many things are familiar oh. to her. Because um, she is from this this part of town, That's she's right. even actually familiar with. I think she knows about like the folklore and stuff about mm-hmm. the witches. She had just never seen one before. Because he tells her it was the witch. It was the witch that came for you, or That's whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, My grandma, she used to believe in witches so much. She used to wear these funny little pendants around her neck. And then he has them, and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> it's, it's so great." I love what he says. Who he is, his name's Dan, and she said something about it. She's like, my man Dan, the guy who, the guy who eats little children and uses the bones as weapons. <laughs> her, her lines are so great. I, I could watch her in movies all day long, I think. She is. She is pretty dynamic and entertaining. I'll agree. I'll agree to that. I'll agree to that. Do you enjoy her music? I have to know. I don't think I know mm. any of her music. Her early stuff is really kind of groovy. You should get to know her. You uh, should get to I'm, know Dolly. I'm going to. Level. I'm going to iTunes right now. Yeah, you go. Yeah, you are. No, I don't. What does she sing? Like, I'm sure I've heard her more popular stuff, but I don't. Well, she's got a whole song about the, the yeah, well, well, of course she does the nine. I'm not going to go through her whole <laughs> discography. I mean, her discography. I'm not going to go through it right now. All right. Okay. Um, but yeah. I take my word for it. Her early stuff. I mean, I I kind of dig it. Well, I am. I'm very interested in that <laughs> because does she sing the way she talks? Because I would <laughs> listen to that. Like if she did a William Shatner spoken word it's album. It's not quite spoken. I would word. listen to that it's, in a heartbeat. It's not quite that. Oh, all right. But but I I still I just I think you should. Um, Explore it, you know, since I, I feel like you're exploring Dolly in a whole new way after Smoky Mountain Christmas. I feel like I've never really paid much attention to Dolly Parton before this, and I, I feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> I know, you know, like, I feel like I only saw her in 9 to 5. and Still Magnolias? I, I haven't. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't see it, yeah. Oh, no, I've seen that movie several times. And then there's, um oh, what's the other one? Where, isn't she in one with, not Burt Reynolds? She's in a, oh, she is. Yeah. Uh, the best little whorehouse yeah, in Texas, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And there's She's one, isn't in, she in one with Stallone? Isn't right. She in a movie with She's Stallone? in a movie with Stallone where she makes a bet to turn the next person she sees into a country music star, and it's Sylvester Stallone. That's a movie I want to watch now. I think that's an 80s movie. I think because that totally Because I fits. could... She and Stallone... I mean, can we put a... Can we set a number, an over-under number on the amount of robots in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be upset if there aren't at least two and a half robots. <laughs> oh, put it on the list. Okay, let's get back to the mountains. Let's oh, get I'm back sorry. in it. It's okay. Uh, it's she does find out that, that Mountain Man Dan has been visiting and I guess keeping an eye on the kids. Yeah, yeah. He actually – they're scared of him. They think that he's going to eat them and use their bones as weapons. But they, he's actually concerned for them and watches over them and, and 
um, is just a little reserved about meeting them because she doesn't she tell him like that he should meet them and he's like oh, no, 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 no. why doesn't he just knock on the door and say I am Dan you <laughs> kids can have this cabin apparently he has no problem with anything that's going mm-mm, on mm-mm. he just wants to make sure that I guess Jezebel doesn't get to them I don't even know if he Jezebel, never really says Jezebel's that Jezebel's not interested in them from what you can see. There is no interest that she has. There's no, the- but he wears a necklace to keep witches away from him. So he's aware that there's evil yes. in the Smoky in Mountains. The, well, yeah. If you're in the Smokies, you're just aware. It's mountain folk. What are you going to do? So the paparazzi guy who we know, he's kind of got this New York kind of, you know, because of who he is. But uh, he's from L.A. And he is trying to get a rental car or some kind of car up the mountain. And he ends up getting himself a donkey. He rides a donkey up the mountain, which is kind of just goofy and hilarious to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, he's he's on the the trail and getting closer and closer to right. Dolly. Yeah. Meantime, um, I was going to call him Lieutenant Dan, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> not <Mountain> man, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Mountain Dan <clears throat> comes with a fruitcake. To Dolly and the kids to like the kids warm turn him a up. gun on him. The yeah. kids hold him at gunpoint until he shows them that he has a fruitcake. These are some brave kids, but they're mountain kids and they're orphans, so they're brave. And um, yes, they they're convinced by Dolly and by by Dan that he's a good guy, and they stay and they sing a beautiful Christmas song and uh, they Christmas sing decorations. the um, the Christmas song is called a Smoky Mountain. It's Christmas. the titular what would you song. Call that? It's yes. the titular. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. And they do. They decorate the whole cabin. It's a real good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a holly yeah. jolly, merry, yes. very Christmas time in the mountains. And, and they Dan, are- oh, this is when Dan confesses that he's from the big city. Yes. Yes. And I was, what big city? Would you care to guess? Because it's never explained. Like, I don't know if he's literally from New York. Or is he I know. From, like, I'm assuming he needs like the big Tennessee city, right? That's what I maybe wasn't be sure. Nashville or maybe Knoxville or like Gatlinburg. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Look, which. At, look at you throwing local geography. <laughs> on us. I mean, I'll throw it down. I know. I know my my state. My new my found state. Um, yeah, I, I'm assuming the city is. At, I mean, I want to say Nashville was the biggest thing that they had, but he's a local city or a. Uh, uh, is a city lawyer, right? Well, we find out later he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. She, he just mentions to her that he's from the big city. Right. So we also see that there's there's more of a connection there. Mm-hmm. They're not just mountain folk, mm-hmm. but they're mountain slash city folk. Yes, yes. That have found and they each other. both wanted to because he's in the mountains because to get away from the crazy city, and so is she. Um, oh, this is our Jezebel once again returns and and curses the donkey. Right? Doesn't she? She threatens the paparazzi for no reason, no. really. Because he's somehow connected to Dolly. He, this she just has a thing against so Dolly. so chopped up and confusing to me. It's almost as though they weren't on camera together. It kept cutting back and forth between Jezebel oh, yeah, and yeah. Dan Hedaya. And he's praying to God to find yes. a cabin. Yes. And then she bucks his horse off he's on the ground and gets up and, and and again prays and says just get me out of this just let me find a and then a cabin is revealed to him mm-hmm. 
but then Jezebel's suddenly gone. Like, it's such a weird, abrupt shift, and I, I just didn't know what was happening at that point. I think it's so that he's introduced to Jezebel, and then he's also, the cabin he finds is Dan's cabin. Right, yes. I thought he found Dolly and the kids. Yes, no, that's what I thought, too. And but Dan no. threatens to shoot him, At too. first, yeah, for just knocking on yeah. the door. He knocks on the door, and all you hear is, I got a gun. Yep. Yep, because I guess, you know, you're living up there and it's a shady guy coming to your door. Well, and he... can we say it's not the first time or it's not the last time in this movie that somebody knocks on the door and later on two ladies go, get the gun. <laughs> this is true. They're, oh, uh, I can't wait to get to that point. I can't <laughs> wait to keep talking about this movie. <laughs> uh, so in the cabin with Dan, who Dan's got a very... Um, very wilderness-like cabin, I guess. It's it's very uh, decorated like a mountain man's cabin would be. And yeah. they eat muskrat soup together, which is pretty funny. Um, as as Harry is munching down the soup, he's like, this is delicious. Yeah. Um, and then it's revealed to him. That's pretty much it. Like, it almost feels like anytime Lee Majors was on screen, they're like, we can just cut this. Like, we don't, We're good. This, We're, yeah, nothing's yeah. really happening here. We just Let's needed him to, to be Dolly. seen. Yeah, Dolly's Let's get back more. to Dolly or Jezebel. Is she gonna, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> the kids now, really, they prep- they they propose to Dolly that she become their mom. They proposition They Dolly. proposition her. They do. Yeah. They think that she would make, they've all talked about it. And well, they, they voted. Yeah. They, they, they literally say, we have voted. Unanimously. Mm-hmm. Even Jake, the one who didn't like her at first, all think she's going to mm-hmm. make the perfect mom. And she's realistic about it because she loves them. And she's grown very, very close to them. But it's a lot harder a lot more complicated than that. Well, she even says, she's like, I can't, I can't make those decisions. The <laughs> judges make those decisions. <laughs> and the kids are really bummed out by this. And Jake storms off. He's, yeah. He's well, gone. he's tired of being left. And now she's going to leave him. And really, I would be, yeah, yeah. Then we have what is called a dramatic shift in tone <laughs> in this movie. Yes. Because the cops show up. Did I black out for a little bit? Because mm. this cop went from playful to sadistic <laughs> oh, in yes. no time. Yes. I mean, he's there holding children at gunpoint. Yeah. He's there to arrest everyone, even a four-year-old. Yes, yes. And he makes some weird comments to the... He, he threatens Dolly Parton. Like, at yeah. first I was like... Maybe he's possessed by the witch. No, that's no. not the case. No, he's just, he's had enough of this lying, being lied it's, to. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. It's its like Henry Winkler once was like, dude, you got to amp this shit up. Yeah, yeah. Like, the audience does not hate you. Uh, forget about those scenes. They're already shot. That's right. in the can. Right. We can't go back and change that. Just <laughs> Suddenly be mean. <laughs> suddenly be a horrible character if you could do that. And he does he, to arrest Because somebody. there's no justification for this. Mm-mm. Except that. But he knows that. who she is mm-hmm. all of a sudden, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he knew all along. Well, to be fair, well, I he do was think suspicious. he knew all along. Yes. Um, but this, he's been looking for these kids for a while, and he has I like had how it. she. she Lightly slaps his badge, and he's like, oh, assaulting an officer. <laughs> You're in trouble now. Later, she punches him, yeah. which is great. Like, I guess then it's justified. But right. that's when I kind of watched this and went, what is happening in this movie? The dramatic twist. You're absolutely right. She gets arrested, and the kids 
are well they're not arrested they are sent to the applegate sisters <laughs> as the deputy deputy doofus or whatever he is oh yes as he's yes. rounding up kids i also noticed that he he quotes a line from cool hand luke where he goes oh my what gosh. we got here is a failure to communicate to one of the kids yeah and right again i was like where is this coming from? This movie has completely changed from what we saw five minutes ago. Yes, yes. So now we're having like a bust-in breakdown, grab the fugitives and get yep. them out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And what we have now is Dolly in a sad, sad jail cell. Um, on Christmas Day, mind you. This all goes down on, right? On Christmas well, Day? Well, or Christmas Eve? I think it's Christmas Eve. I think Christmas, it's Christmas Eve. Eve. Yes, it is and Christmas I, Eve. And, and we are... Now back to a Dolly um, sort of voiceover moment yes. where the kids go the to the, the the orphanage. And I do like how she says, these women, they uh, – I'm just going to do – I, I do missed it. my Dolly do accent. Come on, bring these it back. These women who run the <laughs> orphanage, they, they, there was only one problem is that they don't like kids. <laughs> I was like, what? That is – that's a great line. Like <laughs> – So yeah, they're taken to the orphanage. And Dolly's walked, locked up in a jail cell wearing a red cape. Because <laughs> they were having their Christmas right before, right? Weren't they having their little Christmas festivities? And then they all got arrested. Yes. <laughs> and now the witch is back in. Now we're back to to Jezebel in her uh, uh, in her dungeon. Dungeon, yeah, witch's lair, and she is uh, making a spell and using frogs and blood juice and boiling juice. things it in looks her disgusting. cauldron. Yeah. She literally has a cauldron yep. and ladles out blood juice and puts it in a pie. Yes. Yes. Puts it in an open-faced apple pie, basically. Apple. I think she calls it apple or cherry. I don't know. And she again, makes... at this point, I'm I'm watching this going, what Where is this is coming this? from? Yeah, exactly. Like, did Dolly pitch this to somebody? Because it's genius if she did. I would love it. I would love to have been there. If Dolly, if you're listening, please make more movies. You don't, don't need to be stop. in them. Like, I totally no. get it. No. But write down a shitload of nonsense, like on a few post-it notes, and give it and to somebody to make. let's get them done. Let's get them done. This is amazing. <laughs> so, Jake... Jake is he, – he was the only kid that wasn't Oh, that's right. It. He was not. The oldest right. boy was so not taking it. So then he is mm-hmm. with uh, Harry, mm-hmm. the paparazzi. The paparazzi guy. And Dan the Mountain Man. So Lee Majors, So the right. three of them decide to try and break the kids out. Of first. the orphanage, right. Yes. Right. That's their plan. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <clears throat> Dan Hedaya decides to pretend that he is from – He's a the child Bureau, welfare yeah, inspector. Yeah. He does a terror. He's like, I got this. But he really doesn't. He really bombs, right? He doesn't. But again, this is a weird scene, too, because he goes in and the ladies are like, I don't believe you. Cut to him back there. And he has all the information they need. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. tomorrow, people are coming to take <laughs> these kids away. I'm like, well, wait, these women didn't believe it. Like, when did you get this information? I don't even know. I, you know what? That all happened so quickly. I thought, like, did he sneak a file out or something? I no. have no idea. But it's also great because 
when he goes to the house, like the shot is of he and Jake and Dan. Mm-hmm. sitting like on the steps of I don't know like a bar or something like that and he walks out of frame to go to this house mm-hmm. then he's in the house with these ladies the next scene is him backing into frame oh, again yeah. to tell them that he was just in this house <laughs> and I just thought it was the craziest editing I've ever seen <laughs> well Next is the, um, well, she doesn't the, die yet. No, not the yet. The deputy or the sheriff, he's kind of like, he's threatening, um, Dolly Parton. Yes. Like he's, he's taunting her when she's locked up and she says, you take one more step and you'll get your Christmas punch early. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. She did have some good lines like that. Some good yeah. old, yeah. Yeah. But I think some of it was ad-libbed because after that he goes, oh, I'll be right back. And she goes, oh, whoop-de-doo. <laughs> I could watch Dolly Parton. Oh, I think your imitations, I could listen to you imitate. I wish you did this whole podcast with your Dolly Parton voice. Uh, maybe it'll be a special episode where I just do the whole movie. I love it. I'll just and you do just do Dolly Dolly line by line. Lines. I love yes. it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So she, uh, oh, he leaves her in the jail cell after, yes, taunting her. and uh, He leaves an old woman alone in the police station. The old lady. Yeah, there's no, well, she's allegedly an old lady. She's really, she's really the witch um, disguised as an old lady. And she, what is she, she tells him about, like, when she comes to the sheriff, she tells him about his votes or something like that to get him to go check something out. She just wants him out of the jail, essentially, right. so that she yeah. can have some one-on-one time with Dolly. And she gets back there, and she slips Dolly the pie, but she puts the pie totally sideways oh. and <laughs> through the bars of the jail. Insane. Because Dolly's like, well, how am I going to eat it? And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I'll just squeeze it in. And does, and there's no spillage, it's no sloppy, no. whatever. It's the fakest pie I've ever seen. No problem. Literally, was not thought about before that scene occurred, how they were going to do this. It was not discussed at all, and they got to set, and then they went, oh no, what's she going to do with this pie? The whole pie. The whole pie, right through. And she doesn't have a fork. She's like, well, this looks delicious, but how am I going to eat it? And does she just start eating it with her face? I have, I right? have no idea. She never I, gets a fork or anything. Like, like a pie-eating contest? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember. Because she uh, she makes a comment that she can't eat it, but then she does. Yeah, I feel like the old woman probably gave her a fork. Like, she's she's planning on murdering Dolly Parton. She's going to bring her She wants her, her to be comfortable about it. True. I guess right. that's true. Um, so, Dolly eats the pie and... and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she dies. She dies. She gets so death. sleepy. Why oh. she's so sleepy? Uh, and then yeah, yeah. She, she falls. What did she, what did she do? Like, <laughs> she gets suspicious the moment before she dies. I guess. No, she takes a bite, and while she's chewing it, she's like, "It just has got such a funny taste." Yeah, it's a blood pie, Dolly. Yeah, yeah. There's like rat tails in it, Dolly. There is no sweet fruit in there. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And she didn't even give me ice cream. No, she put um, frogs in that cauldron. Yeah, it's gross. And then it's like, rah, rah, rah. so yeah, so uh, and then she becomes the witch again, right? Doesn't she turn back into the witch? 
I think so. I don't remember, but she leaves, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, ha-ha, I gotcha, blah, blah, blah. Ha-ha, um, I murdered this poor woman that I just met for absolutely no and reason. And the weird thing is, the witch, it's nothing to do with the kids. It has nothing to no. do with, like, Dolly wanting, it's not like Dolly wants to take over the town. She has she no just, connection to these kids. It's like three plot lines going on at once. Yeah. And the one where Dolly Parton was kidnapped in LA is dropped because gone. I assume that would be another 45 minutes tacked onto this movie right, right. if they had explored If they that. had to, right. And, oh, back at the orphanage, it's a very... Uh, they don't get the kids out, don't right. they? Right. Yeah. So they go, they decide to break Dolly out. Yes. So they get, they, um, they break the wall, right? Don't they bust... Yeah, they, they hook... They hook the they hook like ropes up to the jail cell mm-hmm. like bars on the window, mm-hmm. which is stupid because there's no cops in the police station. It's they Christmas could just Eve. walk right in. I bust her out. But they pull down the entire wall. I kind of forget how they do that. Do they do it with the car, or they do they do it with the sleigh? The horses, maybe. No, yeah, they, they don't have the sleigh yet. Because isn't it Dolly's idea to get the sleigh? I don't. I don't even know. So much was happening in the movie. <laughs> it was all over the place. Well, somehow they bust I a giant hole in the wall. I think I was just grinning ear to ear and wasn't even paying attention. To what was well, happening. now you're like someone's got to bring her back to life. Um, they Dolly uh, is um, knocked out, and they knock the wall out, and then they see her, and they're like they're kind of upset, but they're more like in shock. Like, she's dead. <laughs> She's dead. Right. Like, and they're like, what are we going to do? And doesn't um, uh, the paparazzi, Harry looks at them and he's like, I don't know, like maybe kiss her. Yeah. And he says something like, well, go for it, Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And he kisses her, but the kiss doesn't work. Like, Mm-mm. and they're no. like, they're kind of like, like I said, they're not really sad. They're just like, fuck, what do we do now? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, something's got to work. She can't be dead. No, she could be dead. Like, there's a really good chance. The witch that she's made dead. her eat that pie, y'all. The witch made her eat the pie. Yeah. But then the Jake, the boy, starts crying. Only and the tears it's the of a homeless youth. Tears? What? <laughs> what? It's the, so great. The, oh, the tears, tears like fall on her face. Yes, it's, it's very graphic. But yeah, and then she kind of blinks and and wakes up, and mm-hmm. and that's that. And then there's hugs all around. She doesn't seem concerned that the creeper that was taking pictures of her in her house is suddenly there. He's now like he, – he, he's like that one hobbit kid in, or hobbit guy in uh, the labyrinth. Like he was against her at first and now he's like, you know what? I'm on your side. I'm in it to win it. Yeah. I was really waiting for him to like have one final betrayal. No, but I think it's because in – he made amends. Remember when, when he asked to find the cabin and yeah. he prayed to find it, he was like, I promise I'll never yeah, lie or do I anything know. bad. And, and but you don't – you don't anticipate it's a something TV like that. Movie. Well, a I'm TV just saying movie you don't you do. anticipate something like that happening halfway through. Like that should be something that happens near the end. Well, well, he is all for this crew, and uh, this wait before they break the kids out. So now, yeah, they walk outside, and the witch is still there. Yep, yeah, Jezebel is back, and she can't believe, and she's so angry and so upset. And the trick, yeah, the uh, the solution is. Lazy screenwriting. (laughs) 
which is the pie was delicious. I love the pie. Oh boy, I just wish you could taste this pie for yourself. I like it when when she says something like, "And I love this pie," and I've been talking to them about it, and it flashes to them, and like, they're just going, "Oh yeah, yeah." And Dana Day is like, she wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> they trick. Jezebel into eating trying her own pie. She eats her own pie. pie. Mm -hmm. True story. And now she can't she just shoot her? Like, well, how can you be tricked into eating your own poison pie? Well, and who gets tricked with the whole y'all to try it? And she's like, wait a minute, there's something missing. How could there be something missing? Right. I'm gonna eat it, and now she falls asleep, and she's done. Um. And now, now that they've got the witch out of the way and Dolly's alive and she's out of jail, now we've got to save those kids. Yeah, Dolly basically um, just killed a woman and now it's time to go rescue the kids. She's been put into a very, very deep sleep, um, which yeah. later on when the officer, when the, uh, the um, sheriff sees she's asleep, he's like, we're not waking that one up. Right, wake yeah, he up. tells his deputy, dum-dum, he's like, and whatever you do. Don't wake her up. <laughs> yeah. And and that's when I was like, oh, he's not even under a spell. He's just suddenly a dick for no reason. Uh, well. So, yeah. So they go to rescue the kids. And they have an interesting plan, let's say. I don't even know where the plan comes from. Earlier in the movie when she goes into town. And oh, we forgot to mention. When she goes into town with a little girl who is sick. There's the display, like the Santa and his sleigh display. And they rub Santa's beard, which is kind of a weird thing. Remember, she's like, come on and rub Santa's yeah. beard. I heard yeah. when I was a little girl, I was heard you rub Santa's beard for good luck. No, that's <laughs> not a thing, Dolly. You just wrote that for some reason. Well, well, so the, it's like a, the bright idea that goes off. Like there's the Santa sleigh display. Let's get it. That'll help us break into the orphanage and um lee majors right dresses as santa yes and the yes. the paparazzi guy sells uh dolly uh to uh the orphanage as like hey these kids this, she's in town she wants to sing for them let her in and sing and the, the ladies the anderson sisters first of all you're right they answer the door with a gun right is this no they do <laughs> they and play then, scrabble yeah and they argue about scrabble and and then there's a knock at the door, and they just look at each other, and they're like, get the gun. <laughs> very matter-of-factly. Well, it's what you do. Who's coming on Christmas Eve to come knock at the door? Um, <laughs> and when when they make the, when they make this offer for Dolly to sing for the kids, they're like, only one at a time. They can only sing for each child one at a time. You can't sing it in a group. So that's that throws a little bit of a wrench. No, I, I do like how they're selling her. As a as a big recording artist, and the sisters are like, we never heard of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't matter. They let them, in. so they but and mm -hmm. and Santa is with them, and they let them. They've convinced them to let them in, but the trick is, it's only the one at a time thing, so that gets a little crazy. So then, all of a sudden, they start just mm -hmm. like dance, like polka dancing, kind of. Is that isn't that like they're they're covered to take over? Yeah. Like as they're bringing the kids out one by one, and they realize. All right, we got to do something to distract these sisters and get the kids out. They basically, the two men, Mountain Man Dan and the mm -hmm. paparazzi, 
basically assault these two women. A little bit. There's some pushing and shoving. Yeah. There is. Yeah. And they push them in a room. They <laughs> lock them in a room and then break the kids out. Yes. It's, yes. It's not their plan. Like, they're making this up there as There really they go. is no plan. There really is no plan other than put these things on, go inside, and then we'll figure it out once we're inside. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like this movie. There's no plan. No. It's just there's stuff happening, mm-hmm. and we'll figure out what happens in the next scene mm-hmm. when we shoot it. Mm-hmm. And that's <clears> – and now, although our next appearance, our, our next um, – actor appearance in this movie is is pretty good. Okay, so now they, they all get arrested again, right? They or they do. all they get in big get trouble away from again. The cops. Yes. Yeah. Because this is all trouble, big trouble up, up, up. and believe it or not, even on Christmas Day morning, they the judge is, is comes to court and our judge what a fine, it's, fine it's, performance. It's John Ritter. Yes, I was it is. so happy. I, I was, was too I, it was you know, it was a it's, pleasure it's to see. Odd because people this sounds weird. People die all the time. Famous people die all the time. Sure. And I really don't have much of a reaction. It was really sad when John Ritter died. And I, I was know. never a big fan of Three's Company, no? No, no. I, I knew it was on. Mm-hmm. I had seen it. But he's just likable. He's just a likable guy, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he is very, he plays sort of a jokey. Um, he plays uh, a, a Judge Harry from Night Court, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I like when he does, he says something at the end, like, watch, watch him sit down, kids. Here he goes. Oh, it's so sit. great. He's gonna, he, he's gonna sit on the chair. And yeah, he plays a really, he does a really great, it's, it's really fun to kind of watch him. And so... They're in court, and the the kids. Dolly wants custody of the kids. The kids want Dolly, and uh, say. Well, it. hold on. Oh, sorry. Because this judge makes a bunch of decisions. Oh, true. He true. Pretty much fires the sheriff. Yeah. Then cause... makes him shut up and sit down. Yeah. And then, as yeah. you said, as he's sitting down, he's like, "Is he gonna look at him go?" <laughs> Look at it. He's almost there, kids. And I love it how when he sits down, one of the kids makes a farting noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I think is great. And he also, in the same night, probably within five minutes of that, takes the orphanage away from those two women, too. Oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He tells them that they can't run an orphanage They can't run anymore. their orphanage. He just, you know what? He, he lays the smackest down at it's almost as though he knew all of this stuff had been going on for so long. It's just nobody made a formal complaint until well, Dolly Parton. Almost as though it's like early in the morning on Christmas morning, right. and he's just like, "All of you, here's the thing." You know, he yeah, just he's like, "How the hell do I get this finished as soon mm-hmm, as possible? Mm-hmm. Get back to my family. I know I'll fire the shit out of everybody and dump mm-hmm. these kids onto mm-hmm. these dum dums." It's so great, and he's so. Fun in the role? Yeah, 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 he is. He really is. Um, oh, this is when we do find out that Mountain Man Dan is a lawyer, which comes to nothing because he really doesn't do anything. I no, mean, he, he doesn't just makes make, a statement. He yeah, makes some kind it's of statement. No heated within, argument. There's no, no lawyer mm-hmm. skill involved in this. Nope. It's just nope. another thing that is brought to our attention as the yep. audience where we go to let Wait, us know. What? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now here we are at the magical ending. Dolly magical. gets the kids. <laughs> the witch is dead. Ding dong. The witch is dead. 
the town has been uh, the the sheriff is out of town. There's a new sheriff in town. It's a dumb deputy, I think, steps up into place, and and all ends just magically and happily. It does. They um, this is this is the only bit where we get like sort of Christmassy stuff. Because there is a montage of them, I guess, getting ready in the cabin for, like, to eat Christmas Mm -hmm. and, like, the one little girl's Mm -hmm. praying. And and at the end, they decide to have a family photo taken, I guess. Why wouldn't you? And I love how... They're a new family. I love how the paparazzi, because we got to use his camera... He sets it up on a timer so he can get in the shot. He can get in it. He's part of the family. He brought them together. I assume John Ritter also allowed him to become adopted. Yeah, absolutely. Them. He's the uncle. I think at one point he hu- he hugs one of the kids and is like, "And I'm your uncle Harry." Oh my god. Uh huh. Well, mm-hmm. Is this when you cried? Did you cry at this part? I like did when? not. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I did not. Um, although I was just my mouth was agape through the whole thing, so mm-hmm. I don't think I processed what I was seeing oh. until about an hour and a half after this movie gotcha. was over. Gotcha, gotcha, and then you're like, "What? I just..." Right. So let's 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 have it. What is your what is your final thought on this? Would you recommend people watch this movie if they haven't already? Which I already told them to, but let's say they haven't watched it yet and they listen to us. Okay. Oh, uh, well, well then I would think they Let's would be say intrigued. you met a stranger on the street. They hadn't heard this podcast. On the streets of Tennessee, this? honestly, honestly, if Ooh. if first of all if I was a child, especially an orphan child, <laughs> I would highly recommend this You don't movie. think this is giving a kid false hope? <laughs> well, I think especially at the Christmas time, uh, you need that false hope. You okay. want to believe that that could happen. So all right. I had wished that I had seen it when I came out because I think I would have really been like, I, I probably would have moved to Tennessee earlier in my life, tried wow. out the Smoky Mountains sooner. Um, that's a that's a strong endorsement for this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now I watched the movie with mm-hmm. my father and who was visiting and my um, husband. Yes, and both of whom were completely. Um, I'm going to say they were bored out of their mind. I think my husband fell asleep twice and he had seen the movie before. So, uh, so clearly, um, it's not for everyone, mm-hmm. but I will say that I, I really did. I mean, okay. I found it enjoyable. I found it like a fun Christmas movie that, um, not for everyone's Christmas movie repertoire, but I, I liked it. Would oh. I recommend it to everyone, all people? Well, Maybe not everyone's cup of Dolly, but I okay. will tell you if I mean, you I enjoy if Dolly, I don't know if we're you recommending the movies on here to everyone on planet Earth. Yeah, yeah. But generally, you would. I would. Okay. I I would say I liked it. Right. And yourself? And yourself? I would. There is there is no <laughs> there's doubt. no doubt. There's I no would, doubt. I had so much fun watching this movie because I didn't know what I was going to see. And at every turn, I I was just amazed that this movie You're was befuddled. made. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that this movie was shown. Yeah. It was so crazy. And again, Dolly Parton is just super adorable. Yeah. It's just yeah, very likable. The the twists and turns of this movie made it worthwhile. The fact uh-huh. that it's <laughs> twists and turns. You mean the witch? <laughs> And I don't want to overhype this. I mean, 
I, I really don't. It it's so intense. Oh my god. Sorry. No, it was highly enjoyable. I thought it was super crazy. It's I very fun. See, I could see showing this to my kids and, yes. and them having a really good time no, with it. No, it was – I agree. It was a lot of fun. And again, if I – especially if I was from Tennessee and, and if I was a Dolly Parton fan, it is a must-see. Um, and if you just want some, like, good, clean, right. just Christmas fun with a little goofy twist and um, – like you said, I, I I found Dolly just enjoyable to watch yes. the same the whole I time. Mean, just you like I can't boy, I'm I'm really going on about this. I can't overstate I cannot overstate my recommendation for this movie. Like literally, it starts with sweaty guys in tank tops dancing around carrying Dolly Parton to a terrible country song, and there's witches? There's a, yeah, there's a sheriff witch. who becomes unbelievably evil for no reason. There's orphan children. There are seven orphaned children who and are By adorable. the time John Ritter showed up, I was just so on board with this. I was like, this could go on for another half hour and I would easily watch this. Do we have a part two? Because I'm ready. I'm ready to see the judge help the kids get raised yeah. and I'm ready to see it all happen. Um, what are your recommendations then? Do you just recommend watching it again? My I, I have one recommendation. I, I tried uh-huh. to choose something that I thought was a little bit different. I actually mm-hmm. tried to research movies that were like took place in the Smoky Mountains. Nothing really came oh. up. So I decided to go with a movie that takes place basically in a cabin. Okay. And I chose – and I don't know if you've seen this. Did you see the movie Tucker and Dale versus Evil? No. Oh. No. It's on Netflix, and it's very popular. I think a lot of people saw it because it is a lot of fun. It's okay. basically these two country bumpkins. Tucker and Dale? Yes. Go uh-huh. into the woods to, like, restore this old cabin, and they're okay. just beer-swilling dummies. Okay. But also at the same time, this group of teenagers goes into the woods, and for some reason, I kind of forget why, but they mistake these guys for, like, serial killers, so oh. they decide to take them on. Oh. And one by one, like, the the violence is cartoonish and insane, but one by one, this, these guys, Tucker and Dale, accidentally end up killing these teenagers, which then sort of fuels the oh. other teenagers to realize that these guys really are serial killers, but they're not. It's very funny. Like, one scene that describes it perfectly is this guy is throwing branches into a wood chipper uh-huh. and one of the teenagers like runs at him to tackle him and he ducks down to get a branch so this uh-huh. teenager flies into the wood chipper and he kind of gets up and goes oh my god what are you doing because they think the teenagers have a weird suicide pact so then he grabs <laughs> this guy's legs and tries to pull him out and at this point the other teenagers will go for and it looks like he's shoving him into a wood chipper. Oh. It's really funny. It's super That's campy, insane. but it's worth I seeing. I love it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, good recommendation. Yeah. Right. I like it based on geography. I'll take it. Um, I kind of based on plot line, um, I oh think Oh my god. Please uh, whatever this movie is, well, I gotta watch it. <laughs> loosely based, very loosely based on plot line. And I thought if you wanna see uh, a blonde woman who thinks that she has a bunch of kids that don't belong to her um watch the movie overboard (laughs) (laughs) that's my recommendation where goldie hawn thinks that um seven sloppy they're not homeless 
But they might as well be because Kurt yeah. Russell's their dad, yeah. right? When I talked about a wife beater earlier, that's yeah. what Kurt Russell's wearing yeah. throughout this entire yeah. movie. So even though it's not Christmas theme, even though it's not Smoky Mountain theme, um, she is sort of a, you know, she, I mean, she's got some kind of luscious hair too in the beginning and then not when she lives with the kids in the sad little place they live. But anyway, yeah, Overboard um, with uh, Goldie Hawn. Have you Kurt seen Russell. that recently? I'm wondering how that holds yes. up. Yeah, I personally, I'm, I love it. I've always okay. been a, an Overboard uh fan and i i believe it holds up I, I believe we could put it on our list for 2016 if it's not completed i don't know is that 80s i feel like it is oh i thought that was 90s i might be wrong write in audience literally right. write it on a piece of paper put it in an envelope and just and send it to us mail it on a self-addressed stamped envelope um, so are we sending back the response? <laughs> Somebody will send it. It'll be like, no, that's from 1991. And we'll respond. Yep. You're right. And then we'll send it back to you. Oh, so I guess that's it. Like we're kind of done, but I yeah. guess we should talk about, you're not done. You're, you're continuing on your Dolly path. You have found, I know new... I'm going to make a whole Dolly yeah. playlist. <laughs> and I mean like songs in iTunes as well as films. Yeah. You need to get into her, her filmography as well of her, her discography. How um... is this movie not more popular? <laughs> this movie's crazy people. This movie's insane. Well, that's the thing. I think, I think for some, like, was this movie just too much for people to handle? I think a little TV? bit. I think that's might have been. I think when they throw the Jezebel in there, and when you have so much Dolly, um, you know, it, it needs a little more tempering. Or do you think it was just Dolly had the idea, and she's like, "I'm, I'm very famous. I moved back to Smoky Mountains, and I adopt these kids." And they're like, "Whoa, hold on, that a movie does not make." We need other shit here. Let's that go through these mo- old... That a movie does not make. That a movie does not make. I don't know that make. that's proper English, but it <clears throat> sounded like old English. I think I think that I would have loved to be in, in the pitch meeting that Dolly, uh, yeah, if it was Dolly involved, that to, to say, we're going to make a Snow White sort of country Christmas Lee Majors Oh, and there'll be a judge. I mean, it's it is it is a bundle of fun. It's a bundle of All right. Christmas. Joy. I got to stop talking about this because we You're could do obsessed. this for another hour and a mm-hmm. half, no mm-hmm. doubt. Mm-mm. All right. So, two weeks from now, though, we are still in the holiday TV movie. It's a TV festive holiday time of movie year. theme. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to stay away from Christmas, though. We're going to go non-denominational with this one, and it is. But it's got some cheer. It's got some real cheer. Well. We'll see. Again, I haven't seen any of these. Okay. Okay. So I'm very excited about a movie called Babes in Toyland. And I am excited about it. I told my mom, and this is the second episode in a row where I'm talking about my mom. uh, I said to her, I'm like, oh, we're going to do Babes in Toyland. She's like, I remember watching that when I was a kid. And I'm like, I don't think. No, there was another Babes in Toyland. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Now, if, if you're not familiar, here's here's what I'll here's what I'll drop because my husband I have seen Babes in Toilet. I have not seen it in a while, and I watched it like your mom when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. All right, um, my mom <laughs> just curled up on a couch, yeah. two young girls <laughs> just watching a very young Drew Barrymore, a young Keanu Reeves, 
and a lot of giant candy and cookies. I I have seen a couple previews online just because uh-huh. I wanted to see what I would get into. Oh, yeah. And if uh, – I mean there's a chance – that this movie is going to make a Smoky Mountain Christmas seem logical. Oh, I was going to say, I thought it's going to make your mind melt. Uh, yes. No, there's a good chance of that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did watch a clip of Keanu Reeves singing. Yes, it's which, a very, very, yes, musical uh, movie. Yeah. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot wait. You better I, buckle up, buddy. We uh-huh. need more Keanu Reeves songs. <laughs> In his current films, I think. I come from C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I, Cincinnati. That's all I'm going to give our audience. Oh, um, our audience demands more from you. So next episode, oh, I was going to say, well. I was like, I'm ready. You're about ready to go. (laughs) You can just sing, you can sing the outro song next episode. I'll just let you do the Cincinnati song. I love it. I love it. Start to finish. I don't think there's much to it. I mean, what no. can you really write about a Cincinnati? There's not much. There's a not Cincinnati. Much, you know, the, one of them there, Cincinnati's I've been hearing about. Oh, you are stuck in the South. When are you coming down to visit? See? That's the other thing. You need, I think your next vacation, I know you're thinking about going someplace exotic with mm-hmm. your wife. We're going to Dolly World, all of us. Listen. Let's face it. If you can find where they filmed this movie. Oh. First of all, I'm sure it was a sound studio. Or sound <laughs> no. Stage. Well, I, mean, I it, clearly, honestly. Clearly that cabin is not a real cabin in the woods. <laughs> Judging by the fact that the camera was never more than eight feet away from the front door <laughs> when they showed this, I don't think it was in the woods. Oh, but I do, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of this was shot on location. No, in the mountains of California. I was going to say Arrowhead. I was thinking Arrowhead, which is kind of the mountains of Los Angeles. All right. Um, okay. But, I mean, maybe they were in the Smokies. You know what? I don't know. But you, you should visit up. nonetheless. You should make it. Did you find out any interesting facts about this? Because all I found out was the Paul Abdul thing. But that was good <laughs> enough. Once I found that out, I was like, shutting down the computer? That's all I needed to know. No, but that's a great um, – oh, I'm, I'm, this is what it's like. I'm, this is I'm what getting you do. a great email. Oh, no. What I was trying to doing? look up where it was filmed. I was trying to look up where it was filmed, and it's a weird thing to be. Um, it's just I, not I, make it for good radio. No. <laughs> Sorry. Click, 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 click. Never mind. I was trying to give some, some facts and. They're at my fingertips, but not in my mouth. We don't so need well facts about this movie. I would rather imagine how this movie was made. So Then no for reals. All right. I yeah. agree. All right. So, everybody, that's it for us this evening. It was a lot of fun. I mm-hmm. had way more fun than most people that would probably watch <laughs> this movie. Uh, I'm You're surprised. You know what? This social experiment that we're doing here, watching <laughs> movies from the 80s, I'm really surprising myself. The amount of fun I had watching this and Desperately Seeking Susan <laughs> is shocking to me. Yes. Kind of revealing in many ways. You're yeah. a Madonna Dolly fan that you didn't even know. Oh, my God. Did they ever do a duet? Oh, I don't know, but they should do a little like. I mean, Madolly? Madolly. <laughs> well said. Well said. Very good. On that, I think that, that yeah, we've I think go. we have to end on Madali because I don't think you get better than a combo no. of the two. Nope. 
So it's all downhill from here. So we'll say Madali Manite Shamalanan. Yeah, M Madali Mashamalanan. Masham Laman. I was trying to say goodnight and then moonlight and forget it. Yeah, Just all right. All right, good night, everybody. That was fun. <laughs> Goodbye. There's a cabin in the piney woods, a winter mountain sea, but the snow is gently falling on the peaceful ever breeze. There's a place down deep inside me where I never feel alone, and an ever-present feeling, and a voice that calls me home. Man of the mountains who carries a rattlesnake for a whip that eats little children and uses their bones for weapons.